Let's focus on international equity right now. Joining me right here live at the NYSE, Todd Rosenbluth is with us, head of research at Vetify. So glad you're here. It's my I mean, pleasure. this is your first time here on set, I realize. I didn't, I, we always felt like we knew each other, but so much of it, it's always virtual. Um, no portfolio should be missing an international play, right? I mean, it's important, and why? That's right. So you've got only so many companies in the United States uh, that are multinational. You've got really strong companies that are based outside the United States. Mm -hmm. Toyota Motor, for example, Nestle, among others. And so advisors right. and investors should really have some international equity as part of their broader portfolio in addition to U.S. equity. A nice mix between those two to get global market coverage. And, right. and we're finding that some advisors are heavily weighted towards it, but a lot of them are steering clear, perhaps because of the performance that they've experienced in 2022. Yeah, but 2022 is such a tough year for anything, right? I mean, and there's demand everywhere for something, and some has more risk or less risk. Um, let's break it down a little bit here as we're looking into these international plays at this point. Um, you have had a very strong dollar, in fact, 20-year highs against some of the other currencies. Tell me how that plays into your decision on some of the recommendations today. Right. So most international equity ETFs, there is no impact from a currency standpoint. You're not mm -hmm. getting the benefits or you're actually getting hurt by that stronger dollar. So most ETFs are not hedged. So an ETF like EFA, which is the iShares MSCI EFA ETF, is mm -hmm. down roughly 20% this year. And, and it makes it a lot harder for investors and advisors to digest those respective gains. But if you looked at a currency hedged version, so right. HEFA, for example, you would be down less than that. You would have saved about a thousand basis points with HEFA, or if you use DBEF, which is another currency hedged international equity ETF from X-Trackers. So you can really save some of the downside, reduce right. the risk of the currency through these under-the-radar international equity ETFs. I'd say a lot of people have no idea that those exist. Are those more new, or is that something that's been around for decades, or is that a newer concept? So they've been around for a while, so mm -hmm. we saw a popularity of these currency-hedged international equity ETFs 2014, 2015, right. we used to see take the yen out of the international right, investing right, or take yeah. the euro out of international investing. And then investors stopped getting rewarded for hedging. In fact, they were getting punished for it. It was a weaker dollar. Now we're seeing a strengthening dollar and these ETFs like uh, DBEF, HEFA, HEFA yeah. and even Wisdom Tree that has a product uh, that is the, the dividend year, one. The right? dividend I one. was going to ask you about that because right. I think a lot of people look for dividend payers. And um, this one, you were talking about Wisdom Tree International Hedged Quality Dividend Growth Fund, IHDG. Um, this is another alternative focus play, right? Tell me a little bit about that. That's right. So HEDJ is focused solely on Europe and, in mm -hmm. fact, the Eurozone in particular. And so investors would benefit from having a strong dollar because you're getting multinational companies that are looking uh, and benefiting from exposure outside of Europe, right. but with stable dividend paying companies. So that Wisdom Tree ETF, it should be more popular. It's holding up better than the broader European marketplace, but investors are not aware of it. Right. And, and that goes back to my point about having you know a currency hedge or doing things in a different way here. Um, there's also how much risk you're willing to take, right? Some are less risky than others. Are 
Which ones would you say are less risky in your thoughts today? So we were highlighting the Invesco International Dividend Low Volatility ETF, IDLV, mm -hmm. as one of those it doesn't have the currency hedge impact, that, so investors need to be aware they are taking the impact of the dollar. But it's focused on Canada, it's focused on Singapore, it's focused on some of those low-risk securities that you'd find in international investing. Right. So people are more familiar with SPLV, which is the Invesco S&P 500 Low Volatility ETF. Yeah. IDLV is a nice companion from an international perspective. And then when you look at, at investing abroad, I mean, it could be broken down into an emerging markets, it could be broken down into sectors, um, China only, ex-China, I mean, there's so many choices, right? Are there some that you recommend as, as far as big picture more than others? So what we found is that advisors tend to take a broad approach with international investing. They've got broad market exposure, uh, IFA, EM in particular, but we're not seeing as much usage into those products like IDLV, which right. is the lower volatility, or a product like EFAV, which is an IFA-based minimum volatility ETF from iShares. So you really can reduce the risk profile of your international portfolio mm -hmm. with some of these alternatively weighted international equity ETFs. We think investors should be pay paying more attention to those products. Right, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, do you think that you'll be, this is something that you'll be interested in in a year or two from now, or is this more for right now, and then you'll reevaluate? So I think the dollar is like, it's at, as you mentioned, I think 20-year right. uh, strength. Yeah. It's unlikely to stay as strong as it's been, but it's being right. impacted by the macroeconomic environment. So I think that a currency hedge approach can be a good part of your international equity portfolio. It may not need to be the only part of your international, right, right. but you should reduce that risk profile overall. Great to see you, Todd. Thanks for coming in and explaining all of this to us in a, a real uh, you know, array of, of choices. Thanks so much. Thank Todd you. Todd Rosenbluth of Venify.